This Dharma talk by Joan Sutherland, The Promise of Meditation 2, was given at Wet Mountain Sangha in Pueblo, Colorado on April 5th, 2009. So we're talking about a fundamentally optimistic um, way of being. We're talking about um, a sense that awakening is always going on, that our whole lives are a process of awakening, uh, that it's not a matter of working really hard so that you can have breakthrough moments and then everything will be okay, but that everything in your, you know, everything that happens in your life is part of your awakening, and it's really important not to throw anything away or make it bad or think that you were on a, a detour. No, there aren't any detours in the way. The way is really broad and includes everything. Um, and then it's punctuated by these moments when things get really radiant and um, clear and apparent. But, you know, as Daryl was saying um, about the experience you had when you were a child, if you don't yet have anything to hold it, it just leaks away. It just disappears. And so a lot of what practice is about is co- sort of making a bucket strong enough to hold it when it comes and not to have it just leak away immediately. So did you want, did you want to talk specifically about that that sort of taxonomy of enlightenment? <laughs> um, sure. Yeah? Oh, do, do I want to? No, I mean, do, do you want it to be talked about? I, I think it would be great. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I had said in the, in, in the earlier today that I didn't use the word enlightenment much because it's really a squishy word and can mean anything anybody wants it to mean. But in, in the Cohen way, that's not to say that all of it is just sort of, you know, subjective and vague and doesn't have meaning. The the ways we see things and the words we use are really specific and quite technical, actually, for the kinds of experiences that it's possible to have. So if you have this broad stroke of awakening throughout your whole life, if that's a process that's always going on, then there are these sort of moments of punctuation where things really open up and they run on a kind of scale from tastes of emptiness through um, small openings to openings to big openings to kenchos to thoroughgoing kenchos, you know, all along that spe- And each of those has its own kind of um, qualities and, and, um, and, and things that it results, things that it does. And if that's interesting to you, we can talk some more about that. Um, and then that's not the end of the process either. It's not like, okay, I got the Kensho, that's what I came for, and now I'm set. Because if you stay with it, what will usually happen is that fairly shortly, something really terrible will happen in your life. <laughs> and it's, it's as if life is saying, okay, well, that's all well and good, but match it up against this. Does the light shine here too? Does the light shine when there's disaster or suffering or something really horrible? And you have to come to terms with that because it's not a matter of, um, you know, those um, in the Middle Ages they used to draw paint paintings of Jesus where it would just be his feet leaving the the frame at the top, you know, ascending to heaven. So it's not a matter of just ascending to heaven in that way. There's this this sort of fundamental integration that has to happen between those those experiences of opening, those experiences of of um, the true nature of things and the ordinary um, joys and difficulties of life because those opening experiences don't reveal 
something truer than our ordinary lives. What they do is show us an aspect of everything that's already here that we tend to forget or overlook. So it's the same world it was five minutes ago. It's just that we can see this other aspect of it, this radiant aspect. Not truer, not more important, but there as well. So now we have the sort of ordinary experience of things and the radiant experience of things, and there's even a third thing, which is a kind of place where those mix and um, things are half, half material and half energy and, and there's a lot of possibility. That's the realm of um, creativity and dreams and things like that. So now we've, we've just, all we've done is we've seen, again, more realistically, to go back to Trungpa's formulation, we're seeing things more realistically because we're seeing the radiant aspect as well, but not instead of as well. So how do we do that work of integrating those, the form world and the, and the radiant world, together into a one whole thing? And that's, that's really the process of awakening, not the moments of, of um, thunderbolts and lightning, but the, that slow process of integration over time where it just becomes natural to see everything like that all the time. These talks are made available through your donations to Cloud Dragon, the Joan Sutherland Dharma Works. To learn more about her teachings and to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our donate page at joansutherlanddharmaworks.org.
These talks are made available through your donations to Cloud Dragon, the Joan Sutherland Dharma Works. To learn more about her teachings and to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our donate page at joansutherlanddharmaworks.org.